What is going on? It is another episode of the Fitness Journey Podcast with Patrick Wilson. And today we're talking about something that uh, a lot of humans do, including me, uh, drink alcohol. And we're talking about how it impacts your fitness goals, um, You know how you can make alcohol work with your fitness goals to lose fat, um, but also talking about some of the negatives to drinking alcohol as it relates to fitness because... Quite honestly, as much as getting a little tipsy, going out with friends, going to happy hours, wine Wednesday, as much as all that stuff is great, there are 1,000% some downfalls to drinking alcohol. Um, And so we're going to go over all of that today. Um, Pretty detailed episode coming up uh, on that, uh, but a lot of really good information that's going to be really useful for you on your own personal fitness journey, aka while you get lit and fit. You know what I mean? Lit and fit. It's my saying. All right. So before we get into all that, some uh, some stuff to talk about. So this will be the last episode just by myself that um, I worded that way wrong. I'm still going to do episodes by myself once a week, but starting next week, I will be having guests on my podcast. Big news. Whoop, whoop. A collective cheer from you if you are listening. Maybe a, maybe a little hand clap or something. A little, little, little pat on the, on the back for listening to all these episodes of me just talking about goofiness and fitness. Um, so yeah, going to start having guests on. Really, really excited for the initial people that I'm going to have on. Um, when I was planning out who I wanted to have on the podcast, it was people that um, were... At, stayed in shape, like have been in shape and or like got into shape and have a really cool story behind it, but also people that have a really cool background with their own personal life um, as well and what they're doing with their career and their life and just kind of struggles that they overcame and kind of how fitness relates to that. So just to give a little preview of, of, of what uh, is coming in the near future in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to have someone that um, runs a multi-million dollar business, an entrepreneur, so that will be really, really cool. I'm going to have an actor on that is now uh, sober, actually. He, he's... Um, he started Alcoholics Anonymous. Speaking of uh, alcohol, with episode this episode that we're going to talk about today, but um, this guest in the future uh, was an actor or is an actor um, and has been sober um, for. I forget the exact amount of time. He's my guy too. I forget the amount of time. But you'll hear more about that on that podcast episode. And then another another guy who um, used to play football at Ohio State. Um, and ended up playing in the NFL for a few years, so it'll be a really cool interview with him as well. Um, and then also have a few females that I'll be interviewing as well, but need to set up the dates and times. But um, a lot of really awesome people to start off with. Um, and the plan is to release one of those episodes once per week, and then um, you know continue to have a new guest once per week. So I'm going to have my own conversation, fitness talk. On uh, the plan is to do it on Mondays. I'm going to release it on a Monday, um, and then then the guest is going to be released on each Thursday and kind of operate with that schedule moving forward. And so starting off with the guest, I just reached out to five people initially um, just so I didn't overwhelm myself in terms of scheduling, in terms of um, you know coming up with a game plan for our interview or conversation. So starting out with five, going to get those recorded hopefully in, within the next week or so just so they're like back stock. I can have them good to go. Um, and then going to uh, start reaching out to more people and um, you know keep having very unique, awesome human beings on that I think you're really going to enjoy hearing them speak about their journey, life, fitness, everything as well. 
So exciting news there. Pumped about that. Like stupidly excited about that. It'll be really cool. Um, next few things before we get into the alcohol talk. So right now it's actually also funny. I'm talking about the alcohol talk because um, earlier today, this it, it is currently Saturday night on October 26th. Uh, as I record this, I'm actually in a co-working space in Los Angeles in Hollywood. Um, I just signed up for it recently. So it's a, it's a nice space that, um, especially on the weekends, there's no one here at all. So instead of going to like a coffee shop or just trying to work from home, um, it's a nice space where no one is. And during the week, it's also nice because again, normally I work from coffee shops or home. However, in the co-working space there's other people that are you know do something um, online uh, they they freelance with their job or they freelance uh, they work remotely for jobs there are some startup companies that work out of here as well so it's just cool to be in that environment in a working environment with other humans that are you know trying to accomplish something whereas if you're at a Starbucks or a coffee shop sometimes people are there for leisure or people coming in that are homeless in LA and it's just really hard to get work done and then also at home um, since we have Netflix at home and my apartment isn't the biggest place it all kind of overlaps so having a place where I can just come and it's my designated place where I'm going to do work uh, this past week has been absolutely fantastic and I feel just a lot more organized with my business Um, I'm ready I feel like I'm in a good spot right now and I'm ready to take on more clients for my own personal business Um, for a while I was kind of I don't know. I was just, I was worried. I, I wasn't in the right mental place, wasn't in the right working situation to be able to do it and really like push for it more and really grow my business and um, be able to work with as many people as I, as I think that I could help. Um, so I'm excited for the future to come with that in terms of just working with a lot more awesome people and their fitness goals. Um, and I'm blessed, grateful, thankful that I'm kind of worked my way through some of that stuff and um, in a good place with you know, everything right now feeling really good. So all that being said, (laughs) going back to alcohol conversation, um, I earlier today, I had a friend that was in town uh, from Ohio, back from Ohio, she was visiting. um, And so went to a little brunch party watching football at one of my friend's places in Venice, near Venice Beach, um, and then met my friend's uh, friend that was in town from Ohio at a bar in Venice as well. Um, So I had a few drinks there. It was fun. Um, Just had a couple. ended up hanging out in that part of town for a while and then came back over to Hollywood and now I am at the co-working space recording this. It's about 9.30 at night. I've had a few cups of coffee now, plenty of water, feeling good. Um, so it's just fitting to talk about you know alcohol and the role it plays after having a, a couple of drinks earlier today. Um, and also since the weekend and like Halloween weekend, a lot of people are getting out, getting festive, putting their Halloween costumes on, doing the thing, doing the thing. <sighs> all right. Well, let us get into it then with all that being said, um, how to get lit and fit and how alcohol can kind of hold you back. So first things first, just in a, in a vacuum, just in and of itself, alcohol isn't going to negatively impact your fitness goals any more than any other, you know, calories you put into your body necessarily. Like alcohol in and of itself are just additional calories you're putting in. Um, it's not going to help you with energy the same way that, you know, carbs, fats, protein does. Like it, it's, 
alcohol is essentially an empty calorie in the fact that it doesn't help you or your body do anything different. Um, it's not an empty calorie in the fact that when you have alcohol, you you know might let loose a little bit more, might lead to more fun times. It's not an empty calorie in that facet. In the in the in the in the in the, um, in the practicality standpoint, it's it can be a lot of fun. Um, as far as as far as your, how your body sees it from a practicality standpoint, like the scientific way it sees it, doesn't do anything for it. But um, it still is calories, still contains calories, um, and your body, you know, metabolizes it and has to process it just like any other calories. So um, with all that being said, if you're in a calorie deficit and you're getting in enough protein, you're going to lose mostly body fat. If you're in a calorie deficit, you're taking in less calories than your body needs to maintain its current body weight, you're getting in enough protein on a day-to-day basis, you're lifting weights, you could technically have chicken breast broccoli and have the rest of your calories be from alcohol every single day and as long as that's what you stuck to, you could get drunk every day and lose body fat. Do I suggest that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would not recommend that. I would recommend um, obviously drinking in moderation or at least limiting the the getting drunk to a couple nights per week. I'm not going to dive deep into whatever you do when you drink alcohol, but wouldn't get drunk every day. Um, one, just because you wouldn't feel, you'd feel bad. You'd feel terrible day in and day out. And we're going to get into that. That's one of kind of the other negative consequences of, or consequences, negative things that come from it. But um, yeah, just in a vacuum, a calorie is a calorie in the sense that how it impacts your body composition. If you're taking care of all the other essential things, if you're getting in plenty of veggies, you're getting in protein, and you're staying within your calorie range to lose body fat, um, and or gain muscle, you're going to make changes with your body composition. Those calories being from alcohol may make it more challenging because of hangovers and not using those calories as as well as far as giving you as much energy as possible um, compared to you know actual carbs or fats or um, you know those two things. But as far as losing body fat, gaining muscle, you could still do it having a lot of calories be from alcohol. So that is that. Um, so kind of moving into the, the, the negatives of alcohol, the areas that, you know, kind of, not kind of, the areas that can hurt most people with their fitness goals, that actually impact your fitness goals and something to be mindful of. So we're going to go through those and then we're going to close off with, um, you know, ways to actually implement alcohol and do it in moderation and get lit and fit legitimately and still not feel and not feel like a turd and still enjoy life and make a lot of progress with fitness. So let's do it. So negatives with alcohol. So number one, potential drawback and negative with drinking alcohol um, that comes with it. So, one, certain drinks are just way higher calorie than what you think. Like, a Bud Light is 100 calories. Like, a normal just can of Bud Light or whatever bottle of Bud Light is 100 calories. So, light beers are normally around 100 calories, which isn't too bad. Like, if you have three, four of those, you're going to get a little buzz and... um, yeah, you're, I mean, for three, 400 calories, you're a little buzz. That's not bad. Um, however, a lot of the craft beers and IPAs, those are going to be about 200 or more for around this, for the same size. So it's double the calories if you get an IPA or a heavier beer compared to a light beer. So right there, if you get three, four beers and, you know, in, the, in their light beers, that's three, 400 calories. 
However, if they're all IPAs, you double down on that. That's, you know, six to 800 calories. That's hard to make progress when just three drinks, three beverages um, are, you know, 600 calories. And for a lot of people, you know, to make substantial progress with fitness goals, I mean, they're going to be at, you know, 1200 to 2200 calories. And I, I mean, that's a, that's normally, if you have 600 calories from beer, it's hard to stay on track when you don't have that many more calories to work with. So that's the first thing. Um, calories from certain drinks are a lot higher than you think. Also, other high calorie drinks include, you know, mixed drinks like margaritas, where it's like a lot of like sugars added into it. Not that sugar is bad, but when you have it in a drink that also has alcohol, which has ca- which has calories in it, um, and especially with how big they make some of those drinks, it's. I mean, those some of those margaritas can end up being like five, six hundred calories for one of those decently sized ones drinks that's a lot um and you're probably going to get more drinks after that um and then and really any mixed drink that's going to have a full calorie mixer so if you get like a a a jack and coke i mean that's going to be you know 150 to 200 calories right there maybe more depending on how much coke you had how big the the drink is itself that kind of stuff stacks up quick so any you know fruitier drink, anything where you're mixing like full calorie soda with it, anything like that, it's gonna it's gonna stack up the calories quick. And a lot of people don't realize that. And if you just make a, a little adjustment to the drink you have, even even if you get a Jack and Diet Coke, you're saving a hundred calories each time. Um, and I know people that me included on given times will have you know five mixed drinks in a night or more and if you do that for five drinks it goes it's a thousand calories for a full calorie drink a full calorie mixer and then it's 500 the other way like saving 500 calories that's a lot that's a lot that adds up for your progress big time um something to be mindful of so certain drinks are higher calories than others um and the next thing when you drink the calories likely aren't just coming from those alcoholic beverages either. Most of the time when people drink, their inhibitions go down, which is can be a good thing. You're more talkative. You go to a bar. You see someone that's, that's sexy from across the room. You want to go holla at them. You say what's up to them and you have a few drinks in you and you wouldn't otherwise do that if you were completely stone cold sober. So lowering your inhibitions is not always a bad thing, but when you've been on a diet or like when 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 your inhibitions are down, you're not thinking about staying on on your nutrition game plan. You're not thinking about it as much. You're more likely to be like, ah, fuck it. I'm gonna go have some. Uh, I'm gonna go have some pizza, some slices of pizza. I'm gonna go have these cheesy fries. I'm gonna go have this uh, these burgers from White Castle. Shout out to Mo Yates. Uh, my guy Mo. <laughs> One of the first times I went out with him, we had an Uber back to our place, and he 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 made the Uber driver go through a White Castle drive-through uh, to get five or six of the little mini burgers. Um, so, you know, when you're when you're drinking, when you've had some drinks, when you're drunk, you oftentimes get drunk food, and that drunk food is not going to be salads and grilled chicken and green beans and sliced up apples. It's going to be stuff that's very high calorie that you're probably not having in moderation whatsoever. You're going ham. You're having pizza. You're having Taco Bell. That kind of stuff. So there's that. 
Um, and next, it impacts your choices the next day. Similar to when you're drunk, when you're hungover, I don't know, I don't know if I've ever met a human that hungover has willingly wanted to have a salad, has willingly wanted to have some some 99% lean ground turkey with some green beans. I don't know anyone that does that. I don't know anyone that's ever wanted to do that. If you do, shout out to you. But most people, when they're hungover, what are they going to do? They're going to go get brunch. They're going to get pancakes. They're going to get in a big omelet with cheese. They want to go, uh, They maybe they want to get pizza again. Maybe they want to get wings and watch football because it's Sunday or Saturday. And all that stuff is fine and dandy and cool. And But when it, it, all those choices start adding up. So it's the drinks that night. It's the calories after you get done drinking from the drunk food. It's the next day when you're hungover and you don't want to um, you don't want to get back on track. It's harder to get back on track with healthy choices when you just don't feel like having that kind of food. Um, so those three things right there. Next, when you're hungover, you're completely normally completely dehydrated. That's one of the main causes of being hungover. With that, when you're dehydrated, you don't feel very well. And when you don't feel feel very well, you normally just want comfort food. So that kind of goes back to the hangover. But also when you don't feel very well, when you're dehydrated, you're probably not going to want to work out. If you had a workout plan or want to be active, you're not going to want to do that. If you do do it, your performance and how you feel when you do it is absolutely and entirely trash. Trash. How many times have you tried to get a workout in after going out the night before and you tried to get a workout in earlier in the day? If it's just walking around or like going for a run or something where you're not like if not running for like a specific time either, just like running to run or just like moving around and move around, that, normally that works best just because you're like getting, getting sweat and alcohol out a little bit. But if it's something where you're actually trying to like push yourself mentally, physically, like getting a lift in and like squatting a decently heavy amount of weight for reps or benching or any kind of lifting workout where you got to think about it and you're like your body needs to be kind of at its at a good state and at its peak shape or going for a long run and trying to do it for time when you're hungover, it's hard as hell. It's hard. It's not going to happen. Like you're not going to get a good workout in it negatively. When you get drunk the night before, um, or if you're just hungover the next day, it negatively impacts your workout and you know, your, your activity level the next day. Um, and that sometimes can start a whole spiral as well, snowball into, you know, having a few bad days of workouts, not being, not feeling as good about yourself, what you're doing with the fitness goals. Um, so that's one aspect of it as well. Um, though, those all of those things you know stack up just from a practicality standpoint all of those obviously are like the science behind it too because like when you're hungover you're dehydrated but just practical when your inhibitions are down you're going to make worse choices when you're hungover and you're dehydrated like you're just not feeling like having healthier food so you're not going to make the best choices there when you're dehydrated and just not feeling good you're probably not going to have a good workout so those are big time things to think about next thing and the last real big time negative, and then we'll actually get into the fun stuff, like actually how to get drunk. <laughs> actually had a drink and like actually get in shape um, because that's the fun stuff. I just want to go over the stuff, you know, the, <laughs> I hate saying the negatives, uh, the areas that, you know, could 
make it hard to accomplish fitness goals when you jerk. Um, okay, so last thing, and this one is a lot more sciencey and not super practical, but not super practical for you. But when you drink alcohol, your body metabolizes that first over everything because alcohol is essentially like a fucking poison in a sense. Like you're like poisoning ourselves each time we drink. It's fun. It's fun poison. <laughs> fun poison. Alcohol is fun poison. Um, that's what it should be called. Um, but your alcohol or your body wants to get the alcohol, you know, metabolized through your body first um, and get that shit out of you essentially um as opposed to you know other foods whereas there are other foods that you've put in your body um you know when you're when you're drinking they don't metabolize those as quickly so metabolize alcohol first oftentimes extra calories get stored more your extra calories you take in get stored more easily as body fat because your body isn't able to metabolize or is metabolizing the alcohol first and not like the extra carbs fats proteins just extra calories from normal food so it normally gets stored as extra body fat granted calories are calories regardless so i completely understand that so but here's the tie-in so say you're trying to build muscle and you're ta- you're in a calorie surplus so taking in more calories than your body needs to maintain its current weight um, and you're you know trying to build muscle trying to get bigger trying to gain size and you take in a bunch of calories on a given day and a lot of them are from alcohol um, you are it's going to your, your body doesn't synthesize protein as well and metabolizes alcohol first so since it doesn't synthesize protein as well, it's not, um, you're not able to recover from workouts as well. Your body isn't able to rebuild muscle as well when you've been drinking a lot. Um, so that negatively impacts you trying to get bigger. Um, also, it, it negatively impacts you when you're trying to lose body fat as well because um, some of that muscle that you've been breaking down when you're lifting weights um, and some of the muscle you just generally have, if your body is f- so focused on a super, super regular basis on digesting and metabolizing alcohol and not, you know, keeping muscle there and not, you know, having you recover from lifting workouts, it's going to negatively impact how you look over a while. It's not going to be one time drinking too much or once a week. It's probably it's not going to like do it. But over time, if you do it multiple days per week, Time and time and again, even if you're a complete perfect with with workouts and nutrition, you're not going to be able to look as best as you could because of the alcohol. And for some people, that's completely fine. Like they could be completely spot on with their nutrition or workouts most of the time. And if they have two, three nights out of the week that they just want to get lit or drunk or kind of tipsy or whatever, then they're okay with not looking their complete entire best. So be it. Fuck it. So be it. I just want to let you know that that's part of what could possibly happen. Um, so to close, to close this out, this fine alcohol talk, we are going to talk about how to actually get lit and fit, how to actually make it happen, how to go have some happy hour drinks with your friends and lose body fat while doing it, how to go out on a Friday and get drunk. <laughs> Meet up with a Tinder date and still lose body fat. So you get another date. Uh, (laughs) All right, I'm done being corny for a second. So 
um, tips to help you, you know, drink in moderation or be able to drink and still make progress with fitness goals. So one, kind of going back to the beginning of this, have lower calorie drinks. Have lower calorie drinks. Have light beers. Have more light beers than IPAs. Like, don't just get stupidly lit off only IPAs if you actually care about losing body fat. Make, please, please, please. This is my biggest pet peeve. When someone orders a drink and they get a Jack and Coke, a Jack and Coke, they get a pineapple juice and Jameson or whatever the fuck drinks, mixed drinks people get. I don't know what the fuck y'all y'all mixed drinks you get, cranberry and vodka. Get the light cranberry juice. Get like the cranberry juice that's like 15 calories per serving compared to like 130 and mix it with the vodka. Get the light lemonade. Get a diet Sprite. Get diet Coke. Get a di- Get the lower calorie, no calorie mixer for your alcoholic drink. You know your damn self you're going to have three to four drinks. Mixed drinks, save three to four hundred calories at, at least today, tonight, next time you drink. Please do that. Please do that. No one, you're gonna order it one time. You're gonna say, hey, I want a Jack and Diet Coke. You might get a kind of weird look from some one of your buddies that fucking drinks IPAs through in his fucking water bottle on Monday mornings or someone that's like real stuck up on their Jack and Coca Cola. And you're going to throw them off a little bit by getting a jack and diet. You're going to do it one time. And after that, no one gives a fuck. They only care that you're there to drink with them. They would, they like, even when people get water at a bar, people under, like people will be like, oh dude, you're not drinking. And then after that, sure. If it's like your best friend, they might bug you for a second, but no one really gives a fuck about what you're doing. You can order a diet mixer with your drink and no one cares. It's going to taste the same. If you're serious about your fitness goals, please do that. Please do that. I think that's my biggest pet peeve. When someone cares about losing body fat, even someone that doesn't care, they should care. I know deep down they care or they will care at some point. And I want them to feel better, look better, have better health long term. Get a diet mixer with your mixed drink. Please, please, I beg you. All right. Off of that, um, also shots. Taking shots are, are festive and fun. You might get drunk really quick and might have to go home and or might throw up and or might have other consequences, bad things that happen or good potentially. Who knows? But those are also low calorie. Um, so yeah, so we got light beers. We got mixture drinks with low calorie mixers. We got shots. We got what the fuck else do we got? Uh, champagne is also not too bad, especially if you get the, like the dry champagnes. If you get the sweet stuff, yeah, it'll stack up calories quick. Some of the dry, dry champagne, a little bit lower calorie. Um, wine isn't too, too, too bad. Um, it, similar with any of the stuff, you have to be conscious of the the portion size of the the serving size you're using um, for the drinks. Um, you know, a mixed drink, you can't pour the entire bottle of vodka in a glass and expect it to be a hundred calorie drink just because it's vodka with a 
zero calorie mixer. You know what I mean? Like you have to be still conscious of the serving size. So keep that in mind. Same thing with wine. It's easy to over pour with wine, um, champagne. So just be conscious of that. But wine isn't too, too bad. Like there's some red wines that per serving per five ounces are about 100 to 120 calories. That's not bad, especially when you have like two glasses of wine or a little buzzed up from it. Can't beat that. Um, one, if you're lightweight like me on some given days. Um, yeah. So those are some drinks to have. Um, also, the the area, this kind of goes for like having any like fun meal, cheat meal, anything like that. But you want to, um, you, you want to plan ahead as much as possible. Like you have to completely plan, not completely, but you have to plan out your day a little bit more. Like say at night, you want to have a couple glasses of wine or you plan on going out later in the day and having lots of lots of drinks you have to plan your meals out earlier in the day to fit that in still it still comes down to calories again so earlier in the day sticking to foods that are you know higher protein high nutrients lower calorie you're going to save calories for later you're still going to get protein in you're going to get nutrients from the day you're going to be more full things like a grilled chicken salad like uh, some grilled chicken or some uh, grilled shrimp or fish something like that with some veggies Maybe a little fruit if you're feeling frisky and festive. Some lower calorie fruit like some apples or berries. Meals like that earlier in the day. So you save as much of your calories for alcohol as possible. Um, or eat it when you go out to eat. Say you, you're going out to eat and normally you get pasta. You're in an Italian place. Normally you get pasta, have a little bit of breadstick action. Still have a little side salad with some 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 uh, little too much Parmesan cheese on top. A little too much. And you want to get some, and you normally get wine. If you want to lose body fat, you could still have all your same meals throughout the day. And just for that meal, when you're having the wine with it, if you really want the wine instead of breadsticks and like that big pasta dish, then have the tweak, make a tweak and do, you know, take out the breadsticks. Um, maybe you do a smaller serving of pasta, but you get a bigger side salad. So you're still getting the, the pasta, which you enjoy. You're getting some side salad because it's, you know, a little more filling. It's lower calorie you take out the breadsticks and then you can fit in your couple glasses of wine so it's all about kind of balancing it out still so just planning ahead having a game plan with it when you do drink that's extremely helpful um and then kind of going off of that it's important to mentally prepare yourself too as much as possible like planning during the day is extremely important um, but mentally preparing yourself for when you drink especially for when you are maybe a little bit tipsy and are completely drunk and are completely wasted um actually at that point it's gonna be tough but when you're tipsy you're like just kind of buzzed up pretty drunk kind of drunk um mentally preparing that you know you're going to get to that point where you're going to want to make a bad decision potentially and go way overboard with the drunk food, higher calorie drunk food, but you have to mentally prepare yourself to stay on track with what you want to accomplish. Going into it knowing that you balance out your day so you could have drinks and and have a blast, have a good time, um, but just knowing that it's okay to go home and drink water and go to sleep and feel great the next day about your whole entire day, night, and still feel really good about fitness goals, and that's going to snowball in a super positive way compared to getting drunk food, waking up the next day feeling like shit, and then not feeling good about overall how the day went the experience because you had a bad time with the fitness side of things no bueno it's not ideal so it's okay to go home drink some water go to sleep 
wake up the next day and didn't go over your calories. Boom, money. Um, also mentally preparing the next day when you're hungover, just like having a game plan for when you wake up. Maybe it's the night before drinking a buttload of water before you fall asleep so you're not as hungover the next day. When you wake up in the morning, drinking a buttload of water more so you don't aren't as hungover. Waiting a few hours maybe to eat to have a meal just because when you first wake up you're gonna be like blah i need mcdonald's breakfast now whereas if you get plenty of water in you maybe you take a little nap or like just chill out for a little bit maybe you go for like a, a walk around the neighborhood or something just like get a little little activity sweat a brewing take a shower just like re- refresh replenish a little bit before you make a decision with nutrition um that can help be helpful as well with workouts, maybe if you know you're going out the night before, um, moving that next workout for the next day, either to later in the day, um, so you have some time to replenish, refresh before that, after going out, or maybe you just move that workout to another day in general. So maybe you're going out on a Friday, you plan on working out Saturday, you might not feel the best Saturday, so you just plan it to do it Sunday, um, and kind of operate and go with that. Um, so overall, just planning as much as possible. Plan during the day, the day you're going to drink. Plan, you know, have a mental mental preparation for at night what you're going to do um, or after you drink what you're going to do and then the next day as well. So all of those things are super, super duper helpful. Um, and yeah, so that essentially concludes our conversation about getting lit and fit, uh, how to do it, how to make it happen how it can be fun, um, and also, you know, kind of going over the areas to be mindful of and think about, and, uh, you know, you can make it happen, you can get lit and fit, you can get a little tipsy, you can go to Wine Wednesday, you can go celebrate for a friend's birthday, you can do it, I, (sighs) all right, well, we are going to close this podcast out, Um, thank you very, very much for listening, everyone that has listened and left a review on uh, the Apple podcast action, the five-star reviews, there's now six of them, so shout out to all six humans that have done that, you are phenomenal human beings, and I genuinely, sincerely appreciate you, you are the true OGs, because I I really do believe that this podcast is heading in a really good direction, Um, and I think as the guests, more guests come on, I think it's going to continue to grow the amount of people that listen, Um, so really excited to for you know more people to um have the right message and right information with fitness and also be able to share other people's journey their stories as well so a lot of cool ass things that are going to be coming up so i genuinely sincerely appreciate you for listening from day one Um, when i first started doing this i I cannot thank you enough like makes me extremely just like I'm thrilled that you would take the time out of your day to listen to me ramble about bullshit sometimes. Not bullshit, but just like it, it's, it, it really does mean a lot. I'm not going to be any more like goofy than that, but it genuinely means a lot to me. So thank you. Um, so if you haven't, please leave a, a five-star review or any review. If it sucks, then I'm, I will gladly take that criticism and make any tweaks. Um, and go from there. Um, but if you listen all the way through, we're going to do the whole hashtaggy thing again this time. So we're going to go hashtag lit and fit. Hashtag L-I-T-A-N-D-F-I-T. Comment that on my last Instagram post or any Instagram post that you want to comment it on. Um, hashtag lit and fit. That's going to let me know that you watched it all or you listened to this all the way through. So if you listen all the way through, comment on my Instagram at gains by Pat. 
Comment with the hashtag lit and fit. I'm going to know you listen to it all the way through. I'm going to know you're really about getting, getting, getting fit while also getting lit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, all right. Well, until next time, again, sincerely appreciate you. Time to drink some more coffee and bang out some more work tonight.